Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome back to episode number 15 of series 3 of the Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colton Smith and as always I'm joined by Jack P. Shepard. Fuck! Ben Lohan. <laughs> ben <laughs> Lohan. <laughs> I forget every week. <laughs> the Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on films. Now it's all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. So each week we set a film for one of us to watch and we come into the studio and we talk about what we loved, hated and rated. But the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along at home and then join us every Thursday. This week's film has been chosen by you guys, the audience, as our fourth member. But before we get into it, as always, how has your week been? What have you been up to? Is the Taj gone, Jack? Taj gone. 140 gone. See you later. I know, but you posted it off. Has he got it? Oh, yeah, he's got it. He's over at Moon. Bet it was an expensive postage, that. Yeah. I also sold my Stranger Things Lego set. How much for? Like 120. Whew! You're running a little Cash. business here out of the old Lego. You can use that money gun I bought you for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can. <laughs> but the Stranger Things Lego was mm. built. That was built. That had instructions as well. How do you pack it built? Oh, no, I just demolished it and just threw it in. <laughs> but it normally comes in numbered bags. You've crashed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. sent no, it no. in one massive envelope and going, good luck, son, there's the PDF. That's part, part of the challenge. Part of the challenge. The first rule of Lego Club is you don't talk about Lego Club. <laughs> <laughs> Colson, how's your week? Standard, standard. Not, I'm getting the eye roll from Jack already, so I, I won't, I won't talk too much. We, we're back to work this week, so that's positive. Yeah, I'm just moping around, injured. What do you want to say? Don't worry about Shepard. Oh, because you might say you've had a tough week, and Shepard rolls his eyes. <laughs> don't care, does he? Don't care. Oh, that's not. You have had a tough week, haven't you? You've got to be able to say it. I'm fine. How's your week been? <laughs> God. Moving swiftly on. Are you going to talk about the walk you went on? You walked to Jarrow. You know they did the Jarrow March. You walked to Jarrow. Basically, I woke up on Sunday morning and I didn't want to be in the city centre. And I was looking at walks to do in Manchester and I thought, oh, that, that looks nice. I'll go there. And then I thought, oh, it's a 40-minute drive. I might as well walk there. So I walked to the walk. And then couldn't find the walk and walked further and ended up in, like, East Cheshire. I think I walked about 25 miles in one direction. Oh, Didn't you end up in Warrington? Yeah, I did end up in Warrington. <laughs> That's a walk. That's, That's where you're off walk. to, Warrington. It's a long shop. Do you know what? As well, it was brilliant because it was all along the Bridgewater Canal and it's so flat. That whole 25 miles I did on the canal, there wasn't a single lock. That's how flat it is. So it was literally just rolling. And it, obviously it was like really muddy in stages. But it was great until it took me about five hours to get one direction. And then my painkillers wore off. <laughs> you make it, you just, well done. Let's highlight that. You're walking 
on painkillers. Sounds like you've got an IV drip and you've gone for a walk. <laughs> then my IV drip ran out and I had to ring the ambulance. You got your gown on. I've got your gown on. I walked to Warrington. How's your leg? I've only got one. I hop. This is how fucked my head is. I was walking because I can't run. So instead of a 30-minute walk to kind of mooch yourself back in so you can run later in the week, I decided to just go and walk for the entire day, which is probably as strenuous on the body as running. But I now have a new injury, and it's... it's, (laughs) it's What's the new injury? What's the new one? The left knee. Oh, I'm going to get it in the neck tonight when I go back. (laughs) You're going to be angry. I'm not, I'm not angry, I'm like, I'm just fucked off with myself and I'm in a constant, this is where Jack's going to roll his eyes. What, well you did it. He's not rolling his eyes, he's supporting you, he is. Don't look at the Zoom. I'm in a constant cycle of being annoyed with myself because I'm then annoyed with myself and because I'm causing it. It's just like a feedback loop of shite basically. I took it out on Jack actually, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> With the fucking mugs. <laughs> so let's go into this, actually, because I've got a different perspective on this. This was on the text last night. We're on the text. Or obviously, someone asked for a mug, didn't they? Merchandise. Yeah. Merch. That's what the kids call it. We haven't said anything, but we teased it back to them. We are, we are going to basically release some limited edition mugs, basically. We're, gonna, we're just going to start off small. We're going to open one or two shops round the north. <laughs> and then we're taking on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bezos is in our sights. He's already been on the phone. He said, don't crash my mug business. Anyway, so Coulson, God bless him. Took responsibility. Took responsibility. I've got a mate who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who prints mugs. And we're going to get it all done on a mug. So he goes, right, I think I found them. They're going to do it. And he sends a photo of the new illustration, which is the Sofa Cinema Club illustration. We'll go on the mug. But it, it what? Hang on. So it wasn't the new <laughs> illustration. You two were just in your own little world, and I said, just to get the mugs, I need to do something to the logo. Otherwise, you're going to have a grey square on the mug, and no one wants that. We need a transparent background. Yeah. So I spoke to the artist that did the thing. Got it. And then I sent you it to basically say, oh, look, I'm putting all these extra hours in working on the podcast. Here here it is. Proof I've done it. The extra hours. You fucking <laughs> you tell the fucking illustrator to draw it. But then Shepard comes in like he works for a bone china factory. We're not having colours. Are we not having colours? Oh, that looks a bit shit. Like suddenly he's done all the work and we are actually running a mugs business. Like it's John Lewis. And I turned around and Jack, after Jack said it looks a bit shit, I just sent an example of why I'd had to do that. And I was like, well, it's not going to fucking look like that, is it? Yeah, That's you why I've got, done that. You got drawn into it, Colson. But because he hasn't got a clue what's going on, Ben, because he left school at eight. <laughs> Go and entertain people. <laughs> Fucking, so so basically, it's a white mug with a logo on. That's Start small. I mean, it, it isn't. And like I've said to you two, like I said on text, I'm going to make up free samples. And if you think it's shit, you two can do it. Oh, that's Ooh, the hello. It's always that one. No. That's what I had to leave it on because Jack was just fucking asking what what the circumference of the fucking mug was. Can we get one that keeps your tea warm? The other thing to remember is if we sell even fucking one, it's Jane popping to the fucking post office. <laughs> the last thing we want is it for it to become a success and someone go, I can't. Jack won't go to the post office. Options. Delivery. £20 for next day or standard <laughs> delivery two to three months <laughs> standard delivery so yeah so i basically took out some of my stress on jack and jack was all right with being the huge he but he did keep going he kept yeah, but it's like he suddenly runs dragon's den i know he I was know. like drilling into our figures what are your accountants say we haven't even fucking started <laughs> i mean bear in mind we're not going to make any money off the mugs anyway. <laughs> I was so tempted to turn around and say, "Jack, do it yourself." Yeah. Do it. Like, but I thought, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna battle on with him because he's just being awkward. He's bored at home. He's got nothing to do, so he's drilling in. He's drilling into my figures. I just want short about him being white. That's all. Yeah, but I everyone has thought, a white. Oh, you've oh, got a fucking white. You mug. Just picked up a fucking white mug. Someone bought me this. You see, white mugs work. People have heard of white mugs. It's a thing. 
I'll tell you what, though. Topping out at £60 a mug, it's not cheap. <laughs> I mean, they are, like I said, limited edition. and One. Uh, yeah. £6,000. £6,000. We've had an argument. We've all fallen out. It's six grand for the mug. And it's a buyout of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't put them in dishwasher. <laughs> Imagine, imagine you put it in once and the fucking logo washes off and it's just a white mug. Oh, we got there. White mug, Sofa Cinema Club. But it's one of those clever ones that when you pour the drink in, it comes up. It's heat. It's a heat one. That's how we'd have to sell them. You need the hot water in first. So we'll leave it at that and just know that we are working behind the scenes. You fucking don't hold your breath. On bringing you a Sofa Cinema Club range and it's going to be a range because I'm in charge it's going to be three different ones it's a range now Ben what have you been up to so you're at home aren't you and now everyone's at home everyone's thinking about what happens at home so Max is doing the home learning and all this kind of stuff and you have to do a bit of IT bit of geography bit of history and I'm in the room with him having a chat all I hear is this and he looks at me and goes dad I think a tree's come through the roof (laughs) (laughs) And I went, ah, I think you're right, son. It went from dark in his room to bright light. Oh, God. So we live next to a kind of forest, don't we? few mm. trees, whatever. They've got diseases. Um, what's it called? COVID? Ash dieback. <laughs> and they have to... <laughs> they have to go, who's got COVID? And they have to chop them down. So the lad just pulls up. But I thought you had the old timber. Timber! No, off. <laughs> <laughs> so a guy's cut it down. There was three. They took out 15 trees. I mean, it went from like one side of the house was kind of shadowy because of the trees to the centre of the earth. So we all got out there, said hello to him. I made them a coffee. And he went, yeah, well, yeah, don't worry. Missed the house. <laughs> Not buying much. Not buying much. So that was the first thing. Second thing, Alex says, oh, don't worry. I've ordered something, this home gym thing. I've ordered it. So we'll be able to do some home gym. Colson's on the home gym. And I get it. Oh, bit of plates, bit of, you know, pushy mm. thingy, whatever. It's a machine. Oh, okay. They've got to leave it in the hall because of the COVID. Can't take it anywhere. It's got to be in the hall. I went, okay. It's massive. Uh, Jack, you couldn't you couldn't get into the house. What? What is it? They put it in the hall. It must have been two and a half metres. Like the whole hall. Couldn't open doors. Is it a rowing machine or something? It's like that, but you could do other things on it. It's basically like a rowing machine. But I said, the classic, don't worry, it's like all Amazon parcels, or all parcels you get, it'll have loads of, you know what I mean, stuff in it, won't it, to build it up. Loads of polystyrene or whatever. Open it. No, it fucking didn't. (laughs) No, it fucking didn't. It was the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, shit. It was meant to go upstairs, and I went, there's no chance. There's no chance. We live in this kind of cottage house. There's no chance. <laughs> and then the question came, oh, you know, well, maybe we could take the wall down. Oh. Uh... <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. Why don't I think about it? Why don't we take the side of the house off <laughs> and then have it open? already had the roof down because of the tree why not knock some more walls down oh dude oh so we had to unpack it and i went you can't it's got to go downstairs so i had to take a bed apart take some of the stairs apart we got it in and that's it you're not getting it out no that's it so that was my work it's stressful quite looking forward to coming back to work shall we talk about the film then let's go so synopsis time fourth member however this week a little bit different because we feel like there might have been a little bit of foul play yeah definitely this film was suggested by our friend brooke vincent and it went on to win by a landslide on the instagram so there was a little bit of foul play and we think it's purely been done so that brooke can come on the podcast so let's welcome into the room via zoom (laughs) brooke to talk to us about why she's picked Parent Trap. Brooke O. Here she is. <laughs> there she is. Not ready. Oh, what Not ready. Oh my gosh. How you doing, Brookie? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Good to see you. Finally got the call up. Do you know what I mean? You're off the bench. You're on. So it was the kind of call up. So I basically sent Brooke the message saying, 
Producer Henry's on to me. We need you to do the voice note for the synopsis. And Brooke gave me the old, oh, that's really difficult. That's, can't I just come on? <laughs> you know what I'm like? I'm quite pedantic about these things. And I need to know exactly what I'm saying. I could reel off a three-minute voice note and it could be wrong. So, you know, make sure what the what the synopsis was needed to entail. <laughs> Um, a question that Ben always tends to ask people whenever they come on, Brooke, is what sort of films do you watch? <laughs> I'm laughing because Jack, probably out of you and Ben, would probably know more about the variety of my films. I don't really watch films. At the minute, everything is kind of like animated because I'm a little boy. So I kind of only really know the films that I've watched. So I'd say probably them ones that are quite easy to watch and there's not much that you have to think about and I can just go, oh, she looks nice. I remember asking Brooke once if she knew who Al Pacino was and she said, yeah, doesn't he play for Real Madrid? (laughs) (laughs) But no, I always find that I always go for them chick flicks, them rom-coms, them easy watches and Chris, Films are my ultimate favourite, but here I am in the uh, SCC club, finally. So I'll uh, step up my game for my uh, film knowledge. So you've picked Parent Trap, and it won, so we've all had to watch it. Um, Before you give us a synopsis, what was it that made you suggest Parent Trap? Parent Trap for me is one of them films that, I actually put it as a bit of a joke because I thought there's not a chance. You have Six thousand votes later, it was in. The first time I've ever won a competition, I was buzzing. Throw it out there, won the competition, and now look at you all watching uh, Parents Trap. But I put it out there because I love the film. Like I absolutely love the film, and obviously, I know Ben and Jack have both got little girls, and I thought, you know. What a lovely time to bring the family together and all watch Parents Trap. So there we go. I loved it. Are you ready, Brooke, to give us a synopsis of Parent Trap? Okay. Lead us through the story as quick as you like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take the full two hours. Um, She's got notes. She's got notes. I have got notes. <laughs> have you written the notes on your, your own notebook? This is my own little brand, yeah. <laughs> That's why Hello. she's come on to sell. What a tie-in. Hello. Putting on the, de- on the correct day. What time I'm here with you guys. You're in. Um, so, okay. Parents Trap is basically about two twin girls. Um, or is it one set of twins? Whichever way you want to look at it. Um, but twin girls, they go off to a holiday camp, meet each other, under different circumstances and all of a sudden they realise that they're twins and that they've been separated at birth. They then make a pact to look more like twins because they've got one of them's got long hair and they're allowed to do different things uh, and kind of act like each other, go back to the opposite families and live with them because they want to meet, one of them wants to meet their mum and the other one wants to meet their dad. So... When they were separated at birth, basically one mum took one twin. No, the mum took one twin and the dad took one twin. So that's why they're going to swap to see the other mum and the dad. Very good. Very good. Oh, wait. Oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. There's more. There's more. Part two. Back to the notes. They want to make a pact of getting their mum and dad back together, basically. So they try and uh, do all these different types of traps for them to fall back in love but then there's a stepmother that's come along and she kind of puts a spanner in the work so they have to try and get rid of her uh, but there's, there's it's just that funny and it's just that easy to watch and I just love it and I'm obsessed with twins and actually what's really funny is I loved the fact that she, there was obviously twins in the film and then I see <laughs> Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls and I was like oh which one which one is it <laughs> I can't tell you it confused me for so long I just I still I still can't believe it I'm, I'm not over it I'm not over it at all but I just I loved it loved it and I remember when me and um, my boyfriend well he's not my boyfriend he's my partner when me and Kian first started going out I put it on 
just because I, it's just an it's just one of them films. You know what's going to happen. You don't have to concentrate. It's a really good film. And he actually watched it. And it's the only film he's ever watched all the way through and not asked any questions. <laughs> and, and from that moment, you knew it's love. You knew. you knew you were meant to be together. I thought, you know what? If you can sit through Lindsay Lohan, confused <laughs> as me that there's not real life twins in there. We're made for each other. Parent trap and chill. Yeah, parent trap. Yeah. And then when I am, when um, Tom Hardy did it in I Am Legend when he came to do the remake of the Crazed film, I was like, oh, it's not my first rodeo. I know you're not a twin. <laughs> it flies on you. There's not two of you. That was very good, Brookie. Very good. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, have I made the cut? Do you need, a, do you need any like holiday work going or anything? <laughs> Send us your CV. We might need some merchandise advice. We're having arguments over mugs. Brooke, before you go, if you had to rate out a 10, what would it be for you? Maybe like a 9. Hi. Okay, interesting, interesting. Why not a 10? Because she's not a real twin. (laughs) (laughs) It defeats the whole object. I thought it was like a documentary or something, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks very much for joining us. Now we're going to crack on and talk about what we loved, hating and rated about Parent Trap. Love you, Brooke. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There's our synopsis. That's the synopsis. So, when did you watch it? I watched it this morning. Coffee and Disney Plus. It was exactly that. Yeah, I watched it in bed with tea and toast this morning, about nine o'clock. So you're now watching on a tiny TV, aren't you? Yes, and I felt like I could watch it in bed because I feel this film is exactly what Brooke just summed up, actually, that it is easy watching. You don't really have to concentrate, and it's just on. You know what's going to happen, even if you've not seen it, kind of. It's one of those films that you can put on and you don't really have to concentrate, which is not why I watch films. Just saying. Just in case you thought I watch films like that, I don't. I watch (laughs) films... I don't just watch films with tea and toast. (laughs) I don't watch films like that, all right? Just in case you thought I do, I fucking don't. What Jack just described is probably the pinnacle of what I look for in a film. I like watching films, and Mm. once a week I like to watch a film where I lose myself, I take my phone away, and I kind of just shit and I'm in the moment. But I like, Jack's mentioned this on the podcast before, I like background films, films that I can sit up and just chill out and relax watching. And this probably is one of those films. However, this time is probably the first time I watched it as a phone-aside film. Um, so that led to me seeing different things. How did you watch it, Ben? So it's actually, I mentioned it to my daughter. She watches it once a year, which I never realised. There's many things I don't know about my daughter. And she went, Parent Trap, love it. And I said, oh, great, you're going to watch it with me? She went, no, I just watched it, so I'm not part. <laughs> so my son said, I'm going to take one for the team, Dad. Let, come on, let's watch it. Let's Let's watch it. So we put it on. We knew we were going to have to have a tea break in between, go yeah, and have our did. tea and come back yeah. to it. So he sat next to me. Second half, we're joined by dog and wife. Uh, first half, just me and him. Comes up, two hours nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking it's Disney, it's kids, it's 120. Yeah. 120. It's 120. It's a 115. That's all we've got there. Two nine. Yeah. Guess how long the original film is. Oh, I don't know. I've never seen Three it. Three hours. I've no idea. I've... Two nine. Wow. What exactly? Exactly the same, the same time. So it's exactly wow. the same film. Yeah, but I flicked through it. I had a little look at the old one. Yeah, her accent's shocking on the on the original one. Lindsay Lohan is very very good. Yeah, she's very she's good. Very good. Very good. She's actually the only thing that saves this film. Save me from throwing something through the telly. Yeah. Um, she's very good. When I first started acting, first started getting on TV, my neighbour of my parents called me Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) 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 That was like, but it like, it was a thing like, Lindsay, like every time he went out. (laughs) Just Hi, Lindsay. And I think it was probably when she was having her troubles as well as a child. And it was big, he used to do it all the time. Brian used to go, Lindsay, I'd be there like playing cricket with my mates in the garden. All right, Lindsay. All right, Lindsay. How you doing? Whoosh. How's he acting? She acts very well, considering she's probably acting 
to either nothing or someone yeah. stood in. Yeah, she had a, a stand-in, actually. Did she? Yeah. That's quite the skill. It is. Oh, yeah. she, also, also, she also had an earpiece of her own uh, recording of the scene. But she had to do it once, obviously, with nobody um, saying the lines back to her, apart from the stand-in. And then once she recorded one version, one side, then they had to do... Um, the other side. I mean, a different accent. She flicked that accent really well. Mm. They've basically made the film twice, haven't they? It took ten months to film. Did it? Yeah. That isolation cabin when they were in there. Yeah. It took them about two months, <laughs> like to film in there. And there was one scene, the bit where they put the picture together. Yeah. That scene took six hours, just because they they she had to keep going backwards and forwards uh... into different characters. And apparently it was just absolute, like, so hard to film. And she just got on with it and did it. Well, most people will be thinking, how do they film a film like this with one actor on the screen at both, on on the screen twice at the same time? How they do it is they, they, they film one version of just an actor stood there and then they switch sides and they keep the camera in the same place. Am I right in thinking that? Yeah, and then shoot the other side and then put them together. Or use a mirror. <laughs> but what? <laughs> but what if? What if there's scenes when they're like hugging each other? It's always from one angle. Do you know when they're crying? It's always from behind each person, isn't it? So she's mm. hugging a standing. Right. Then they flip round and she hugs another standing. And the standing was about four years older than it wasn't she? Oh, was she? Oh, was she? Yeah. We've used that method a little bit since COVID, haven't we? At work, yeah. Yeah, because you can't be so close yeah. together. So it is something that is used. But even for us to do that, we know that it adds an extra hour into our scene. Yeah. So a whole film, and she's pretty much... I mean, is she in every scene, Jack? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so they, you know, they've basically made two films. Yeah. I always, always... Because this is the sort of films I watched as a kid, yeah? Yeah. I always wanted to go to camp. Mm, I can see you wanting to go to camp. <laughs> You wanted to be that boy in the girls' camp. <laughs> that that boy? Do you know who that boy is? No. Lindsay Lohan's brother. Is it? Yeah. Family affair. Get him in. Her mum's in it, everything. They basically let the whole The Lohans. Join. The Lohans. Hello. Um, Hello, Han. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that before. I like it. <laughs> I want to live in America. Like That is kind of where my head's been at forever. But, um, yeah... I think this was probably one of those films that really made me kind of want to go to camp. And there was a point in time where, in effect, Ben basically sent me off to drama school in America. But you came back. <laughs> <laughs> but when, I, when I'd when i applied and I booked the dates that I was doing, in case I didn't get into drama school, I'd also inquired and like sent my CV to Camp America. I was like, well, if I can't go to camp as a kid, I'll go to camp as an instructor. So my backup plan, if I didn't get into the drama school at Lee Strasberg, was I was going to go and teach drama to kids. I think it's quite good. Our neighbour's done that for years. I know someone who's done Camp America, and they said it was literally the most amazing thing ever. I mean, as a kid, I would have loved to have gone there. And yeah. the films that I grew up watching, Camp Rock, yeah. Parent Trap, um, Cheaper by the Dozen 2, like, they all feature American camp. Quite a good swizz, that, isn't it? Eight weeks, pack of kids off. Yeah. Where you're off camp is going to be amazing. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Eight weeks, off you go. Bye-bye. And it must be perfect because <laughs> when they're not at camp, they're in school. So at Parenthood 101 in America, they've, they've got it sorted. My brother, because he lives in the States, and he said the problem is the summer holidays are massive, are longer. <laughs> the problem is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the, that's the one downer. So you've got to work, find a way of getting them off for two months. So oh, off to camp, everyone does it. Yeah. So you're in camp, Colson, and you're good at fencing, and you're kind of the king of the camp, aren't you? Good at <laughs> poker, you're good at fencing, no one's beaten you for years. No one's ever going to beat me, until I come up against... Yourself. Myself. <laughs> and it is, that, that first scene where they meet each other, um, the fencing, it's a really clever way to do it, isn't it? They've both got masks on. Yeah. So they don't know what each other looks like. They're fighting... They get to that bit where it's been a drawn-out battle. They've kind of drawn, but both won and both lost. Like, it's a, it's a weird ending, isn't it? And then they take their masks off and realise that they look exactly the same. No, that annoys me. They take their masks off 
and neither of them can really tell that they're identical, but everyone else can. No, I think they can, Jack. I think they're just, they were acting like they couldn't. Yeah, but then for the rest of camp, they're just sort of pitted against each other and they don't realise that they're actually sisters. They're just like enemies. No, but aren't they enemies because they're very similar? Isn't that the idea? I think you've looked too hard into that, Jack. Wait, you, I don't you, think it's looking too hard at you're all. You're eating your tea and toast. It's basically, they. of course they look the fucking same. They're the same fucking they person. Do. Of course they of do. Of course, they, but the film would be fucked if straight away they went, oh, I must be related to you. You look the same as me. They have to do that bit of, you've got to get them to England, haven't you? And you've got to get her to America. They do that thing, Jack, where they look each other up and down and everyone's going, can't you see it? You look the same. And she goes, no, I can't. I mean, British girl, <laughs> Ali, is like, y- yeah, I can. And then Hallie's like, no. But I think they know, Jack. Playing hard to get. Yeah. I was already lost at fucking both fencing, both looking the same. I mean, you're looking at it too fucking hard here. They're in camp fencing each other. One's come from England, one's come from the Napa Valley. And they're in the same camp fencing each other. What are the chances? By the way, I never knew this first time I watched it, but I have family in Napa Valley, so I was like buzzing when that came up. You are Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I am. I've been to Napa Valley loads of times. Well, once. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Keep it as loads of times. Have you been to that camp? I've not, but that camp's in um, North Colorado, isn't it? Oh, is it? I don't know. We don't know, Coulson. I do. (laughs) I mean, it's it's based on a real camp. I mean, it's a Sofa Cinema Club trip, isn't it? I'd love it. And Napa Valley is pretty much exactly the way you see it in the film. Like, my, my family aren't in wine. They're in dry cleaning. <laughs> massive. <laughs> massive in it, wine exactly. country. tell you what, it's a fucking big business. Well, you've got all those wine stains on your clothes. <laughs> yes. And when I went, um, they took me to, like, the nicest, nicest vineyard, and it was it was fair. For a kid who doesn't like wine, I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is fairly cool. Everyone just goes and gets hammered. No one swills it round and spits it out, do they? Just neck it. I've got loads of pictures of it, like the the sampling dish and everything. And it was obviously, I I can do wine. I can do like a really sweet white wine, like almost a pudding wine, but I can't do red. And we're there sampling and there's like this head of the vineyard who had the biggest car collection in Los Angeles, like in this thing. The place was like James Bond. Like I'll show you some pictures. I'll put them on the Instagram. (laughs) And we're there like sampling the wine and you're meant to eat it with certain snacks. And obviously, like, one, I don't like the wine, and two, I don't like the snacks. So there was this bit where I'm trying this red wine, and I was like, ooh, yeah, yeah, it's nice. And then they're there going, right, um, now eat the olive stuffed in this. And I was like, okay, so it was like two things that I hated, and I'm there, like, everyone looking at me thinking, it's the British young kid, like, this is his education, Napa Valley. And I, I was like, ooh. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Awful. That Lindsay Lohan's changed. She was used to love the wine and the olives. Look at her now. Back to the film. So they do, you know, they, they basically, they, they're head to head, aren't they? They're clashing all the time and they end up playing pranks on each other and it gets to the point where the camp leader turns around and says, enough is enough. You two are off to the isolation tent. <laughs> that is one bit I thought, yeah, you've got two kids not getting on trying to kill each other. We're going to put you in a hut on your own. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. They do do that in school. I obviously never got sent to isolation because I was a goody too. Yeah, but you weren't just you and the bully in isolation. Obviously, there'd be someone there. Exactly. Fight it yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they don't get on and then they both shut a window and suddenly they get on. <laughs> I can tell that you two are going to slate this film. I fucking hated this film. <laughs> Parent crap. Oh, don't worry. Don't take it badly. Don't worry. I shouldn't like it, should I? I'm an adult. So they're in the isolation tent and you slowly start to realise that they've got more in common than they first thought. And it all starts with the Oreo and peanut butter, which is obviously a disgusting combination, but them two both love it. So you start to realise that they've got stuff that's similar and then they bond and then they have that moment and it all kind of comes out in the tent that they realise what's going on. They know their birthday. It's a bit like that Blood Brothers moment, isn't it? Of, Mm. do you know what this means? Like... Mm. I'm fairly sure we're related. I'm fairly fucking sure you look exactly the fucking same as me. One has a picture of 
their dad, but they've never met. And one has a picture of their mum that they never met. My son said something funny. When she got that picture out the tin, he went, it's always out of an old crappy tin, isn't it, Dad? <laughs> and it's always at the bottom. It's, they always do that. It's always right at the bottom. They go, is it this paper? <laughs> <laughs> it is weird that it's in a tin. That is a good point. Like, you carry your tin everywhere with you. But it is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Then we basically skip time, eight weeks of camp, them two are besties. And whilst they've been in camp, they've agreed that they're going to swap roles. They're learning how to be each other, aren't they? It's like a rocky training moment, isn't it? Training up. Who's your your grandfather? What's the handshake? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Annie and Hallie obviously decide to then be each other, basically. So we've got the scene where they cut their hair. We've got the scene where they pierce the ear. Did you know, actually... When it came out in England, that that scene was removed because they thought an English audience would actually take that and go and try and pierce their ears. I think my wife did pierce her own ears at school. I might try it. If isolation continues to get to me, that's going to be the next stage. I've just gone into piercing, Ben. I've given it all up. I've gone into piercing. So they go, she goes off to England. The other one goes off to the Napa Valley. I mean, this was a bit weird. So they're going to meet either their mum or their dad for the first time, aren't they? Yeah. I thought Lindsay Lohan did a really good job of recognising it was the first time she'd seen a dad or a mum. I thought the mum in it was bobbins when she realised it was her other daughter. See, I think Lindsay Lohan is exceptional. Yeah. Because I think you can completely tell the two different characters apart, which is so... So difficult. Yeah. Like, you yeah. see actors in different films playing fucking different characters of age, let alone playing an identical twin in effect the same character. She makes it so different and does such a great job of that. Yeah. Then even when she's doing the absolute mindfuck, which is playing <laughs> playing someone else as an actor... But then in the character, the character is playing somebody else. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. She's playing Hallie, playing Annie. And her performance is fabulous. So we see her meet a parent. We see her meet, I like the moment where she meets a grandfather for the first time. A bit like Ben just said. You really believe that she's meeting these people for the first time. And the, the parents, obviously, they just don't know any different. They think it's the same kid and they can't tell the difference. Obviously, there's little bits of suspicion. But, you know, everything's going well in London, isn't it? She's loving her mum. It's amazing. And then we flip back over to Napa Valley and everything's not going as well. We've got Corolla development. We've got the the new wife on the go. And she is a bitch. When I was watching it, by the way, she's not a nice piece of work. I I was angry with her. <laughs> you do sound like you are actually Lindsay. <laughs> I was angry with her. She's not getting my dad's money. While she's been at camp, her dad has fallen in love. Now, she doesn't know her dad. So she's starting to know her dad. And her dad wants the relationship that they've got together to kind of move on now. When her ulterior motive for being there is to get her dad back with her mum. And he tries to tell her when they're on the horse. And I went, you'd be fucked if you hadn't ridden a horse. She's in the middle of London. Once if she hadn't ridden a horse. I tell you what, old Lindsay Lohan, yeah? Yeah. Allergic to horses. Whoosh. Imagine doing that, being allergic to horses. And playing someone else, playing someone else. <laughs> it's an Oscar. This is an Oscar. Now I've gone into it. It's an Oscar. How old was she? Is she like ten, like twelve. She's young. So uh, we've got the wicked mum doesn't want her to marry them. The girls have to chat, don't they, and say, "Look, danger, UXB. Dad's going to get married to this other younger girl." Panic stations. Who at the time in real life, this girl, this Meredith, you know, that's playing the stepmom. Her character was 26 year old and Dennis Quaid was actually going out with a 26 year old at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Very good stats. Life imitating art. Life imitating. Because he must have been in his 40s in that film. Yeah. So, basically, it is panic stations and what happens is the English Lindsay confesses all because she's caught by the butler and says, you've got to take me back to America. Dad knows he's going to meet you in this hotel and we're going to sort it out. American, Lindsay, hasn't said anything. The only person that knows is like the maid. Yeah, Dad hasn't got a clue because Dad's just fascinated with his 26-year-old girlfriend that he's going to get married to. As you would be. <laughs> Shepherd's Dennis Quay, you see it straight off. He's like, there's nothing wrong with this at all. <laughs> the 40-year age gap is absolutely fine. 
they go to view a wedding venue where basically the kids are planning against the parents. One parent kind of knows, one parent's not got a clue. And it is that, you kind of see that bit of the love story between the mum because you never really get to the bottom of why they broke up, but it obviously was that they were young and it was wrong time, wrong place, and it just didn't work out. But the mum is still very, like, fascinated and affectionate for the dad, even though they've not seen. So you see her go through the motions of, I'm about to see him for the first time in 10 years. Yeah. That is quite a thing. So they get to the hotel. Nice little bit of trivia for you here. Mm Mm-hmm. The mum of Meredith was the original girlfriend. Ah, really? From the first film. And they kept her name the same. Very good. Right. So in the 79 or whenever that first 61, I think. Yeah, 60. In 61, she then played the mum. Oh, 30 years later. I think there was quite a lot of nods to like, I think Lindsay Lohan's often humming the soundtrack from the original. Oh, right. Because obviously it's a completely new... I mean, this, I, I think the soundtrack in this film's brilliant, but that's Disney, isn't it? They've got the money to put big songs in. Yeah, they put the Beatles of. in. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, crikey, they've got some money. You know that, um, the shot of Abbey Road? Yeah. They parked the cars in exactly the same place so that that freeze frame was as identical as they could make it. I used to live next to Abbey Road. Did you? Yeah. Did you do that famous walk a few times, Ben? Right, just imagine you lived there. Right, you've seen it. Imagine how how fucked off you get. You just tr- you're literally trying to cross the road, <laughs> just, or you're driving, and you're driving, and someone is waiting for you to fucking go past or stop. And they go on, they go, no, no, go, go ahead, go ahead, don't stop. <laughs> and then someone runs in the middle of the road to try and get all the Beatles in a row. It's a fucking road. Yeah, it's a John's yeah. Wood. It's 2010 now. 2000. Let's move on. Yeah, you know we've all done that. Go and pick another fucking pedestrian crossing so no i mean i lived there for year, right next to it for years fuck me right off and then some people wait till everyone's gone off the gone fucking, off, gone off, and then yeah. all four of them have to go on yeah exactly the same and one person yeah. takes their shoes off yeah and thinks oh yeah we've got it exactly right go and you just go right plow on <laughs> anyway that's my rant over my sister lived on penny lane and it was similar as well that you could never Everyone had, you know, like when you turn into the road, there'd just be cars everywhere and it'd be fucking chaos because everyone's stopping to have a picture with the sign. It's weird growing up on a famous street, isn't it? There aren't many streets as famous as the one that we grew up on, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine just stopping on that? And do you know what the irony is? Never had a photo on it. You know? No. Um, so anyway, we've done that. They, where are we now? We're at, we're in the hotel. Yeah, we're at the hotel, and it's the mum's panicking. She's going to see the dad for the first time, and she catches him in the lift, doesn't she? She just sees him, and she clicks on then that he hasn't got a clue that she's there because he's with Meredith getting it off in the lift, and he kind of sees her. And the moment he sees her, you go, "Oh, there's something here. There is something here," and then it's kind of that you know, the typical panic sketch of one going one way, one going the other, and them avoiding. And it's the reveal of both kids, isn't it? Because one's wearing a cardigan and one's not. And it is kind of... it's. I think that's shot very well in the hotel. I think they've done a really clever job of the elevators and one one and that crossover. I think that it, it, it works, that kind of panic that they've created. Mm. So we're, ra- we're round the pool... Um, the round the pool I actually flick back to the old film he does actually fall in the pool does he I think it's almost shot for shot you know <laughs> I think they've taken that new film and just copied what the old film did because you know the bit they go camping don't they they're all working out it's this bit it's this bit that falls apart for me I paused it when they were at the hotel because I needed the toilet and realised that it was only 57 minutes into the film and went hang on yeah what yeah. the fuck what happens now yeah. yeah, surely this is nearly over. The film should have ended. Pretty much after the reveal type thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, when they go into the limo to the hotel, they have the night in San Francisco on the boat. Yeah. Yes. They decide what they're going to do. That is the end That's of the, the end. film. It's a little bit like they had half an idea for number two, but they didn't have a full idea. Well, I think they, they wanted to get rid of the, the stepmom, didn't they? They wanted a big finale finish with her, so they they go back and do the camping 
don't they? And the mum doesn't come on the camping trip to leave him with the... St- it, it, that, that, that's where it's a bit eggy. It, yeah, it does sort of fall apart there. I've, it just, it, it, it can't sort of end. The game's up now. They know that the, the kids have switched places. So, what are we doing? There must have been a better way to have tidied that whole thing up with the stepmom, rather than... Like, because even on the camping trip, they have about four goes of making a breakdown. And when she finally does, you don't care. Yeah. And that was my issue. I think if the stepmom had gone, well, you clearly love her more than you love me. I'm out. That would have been better. It's a genuine 40 minute section that isn't needed. Because I was trying to work out at the end, because I was, I, I was thinking this when I was watching it. I remembered something that you two say about films as sometimes you need the build up for the ending. And when the ending happened, I, I don't think... You were asked. Yeah. What they needed was more of an argument from the mum. What I noticed was they hadn't seen each other for 12 years. They got on reasonably all right. Like, she didn't turn around and went, well, we split up because you were, you know, you said this and you said that. They needed an argument. And she, the mum turned around and go, right, you take the girls away. You have them. You see how it is with the girls or something like that. He goes away and it gave it more of a thing, but they didn't. She sort of goes, oh, no, you go with the stepmom. And then you're like, I can't be asked. <laughs> My son looked at me and was like, really? And we looked as well and went 30 minutes to go. Obviously, like, shite. Oh, come on. I completely agree that I, I, can't, I can't defend that bit of the film. I mean, that's knocked points off. When it does get to the end of the film, and the whole premise is that he let her go once when he should have chased her, so he's not going to do it again, which is what happens. So the film ends. She basically says, look, we made this agreement for a reason. I'm going back to London with my kid. You're staying here. They'll keep in touch. They'll have Thanksgiving together. They'll have Christmas. And when they get back to London, they're already there because they've got the Concord. Like, And he says that line to her of, I didn't chase you once and I've regretted it for the whole of my life, so... I wasn't going to make the mistake twice, which is a nice moment. And it probably could have jumped straight to that in the first place. So it wasn't that the camping trip built up for that moment. But they still haven't worked out what the fuck they're going to do. He lives in Napa. She lives in London. What are you going to do? Yeah, it is, it is an interesting one. And also both loaded. Both families loaded. Both Minted. loaded. Both loaded. Be into, it would have been more interesting if one was and one wasn't. And he'd go and live with a skimp one. Yeah, we'd go and live with a rich one and go, no, yeah, good idea, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously Grandad's clearly minted and he's selling wine for millions. Grandad was loving it, reading the paper. Doing... They've got butlers and maids. Yeah, I love how they've both got a, a one, they've both got staff. You'd get rid of one. Why does he dress up like Danny Zuko? That pissed me <laughs> That's <out>. funny. <laughs> Why? I loved it. Why? Loved it. He's in America. Don't come as an employee, come as yourself. He's gone from the tuxedo to the fucking leather jacket. Like, that's what he wears. Leather jacket, leather pants. So it's... are we going to go ratings? Yeah, I think we've got to, haven't we? Because I've tried my best to really build this up for you. But before that, let's just have a quick break. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right. Are we ready? I'm going to let you two go first because it's clear that I have quite an affection with this film. You go first, Jack, because he said it's going to fall off. You see, I am actually a, I am actually a fan of Nancy Myers, who's wrote and directed this film. She wrote and directed Father of the Bride, uh, 1 and 2, Steve Martin, and wrote and directed The Holiday, you know, the Catherine's, uh, not Catherine Zeta-Jones, what is it? Jude Law. Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, yeah. Kate Winslet, Jack Black film, Christmas awful film. Awful film, awful film. Not, film. Well, fucking anyway. awful film. Good right, film. okay, right. See you, Christmas 2021 special. So I, I, I do think, I do think she's very good. And obviously this is a remake of the original Parent Trap. And I think Lindsay Lohan is, like what Ben said, the exception with this film. She does, she is very, very, very good, very talented. And especially she's only like 11 years old. She actually pretended she was ill uh, to her mum and dad. So she got the day off school so she could go and audition for this film. Do you know that? I used to have to do that all the time. Before I got my first job, school like were like, you can't have time off to go for auditions. Like, but basically, they didn't understand. I came from a proper sporting school, mm. so acting was literally singing and dancing to them. And when I used, you used to have to get permissions off the council to have days off school for auditions. Yeah, you did. And they they yeah. they wouldn't let me do it until I got my first job. So I used to be ill. Yeah, constantly. Or it used to be because my mum and dad were still quite strict with it. They used to send me to school and make sure that I got sent home from school oh, really? by eleven o'clock. And that was your first acting gig. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I used to i I'd do two lessons and then um, I'd go. I'd end up in the first aid room going, "Oh, I don't feel well." And um, they'd ring my like parents, and my parents would answer and go, "Well, I better pick him up straight away then. I'm, I can't have him being ill." Me, obviously, me and Lindsay Lohan similar career paths. So go on, Chip. Four point five. Oh, four point five. Oh, fuck. I think it's in the four oh, categories. It, that ending just pissed me off that it's an extra forty-five minutes longer than what the fuck it needs to be. It's annoying. It's infuriating, and it's pointless. Do you know what? I can, <laughs> I can live with that because I would have felt that for Jack, it probably would have been a six. And yeah. then, that, then that ending is massively... It's the camping trip. It's the spin-off. It's mm. Parent Trap 2 that you don't need. Yeah, it is. I, 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 I agree with you on that. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, Just dear. think about lovely Brooke and how lovely she was coming on. Two. <laughs> for both low hands one low hand the other low hand so you get a point each you've got to give us more than that why low hand very good uh story dated old shouldn't have remade it bit with the camping trip went on too long didn't believe the mum didn't believe she was shocked to see a fucking child who she hadn't seen for 12 years with this sort of film i always just try and like think of like mrs doubtfire or something like that that's like a similar type of film. Parents divorced. I don't think I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. But Mrs. Doubtfire is like smart, clever, yeah, funny. That's the thing. This film doesn't cater for adults no. whatsoever. And also, I haven't seen it when I was younger. So I've got one. I've got nothing to go back on. Yeah. Two. I'm an old man watching a kids' film, going, seeing holes in it. She was very, very good. Yeah. Extremely good. I think that is a very... One, she's carrying the movie. She's much better than most of them in it. And two, she's flipping accents. Look, it's a tight film. I get why you like it. I get why Brooke likes it. I get why it won the Audience Award. I don't think I would be credible if I went 8.5. Yeah. But also, you even said, and Brooke even said, it's an easy watch. You can put it on and not really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not massively, probably a bit like Jack, I'm not massively into easy watches. I, I, do you know what? You two probably would have enjoyed it more if it was in Korean and had subtitles. <laughs> like, <laughs> ge- genuinely, you probably would have. I think it was just too didn't nice. Didn't stimulate your brain enough. Yeah, yeah. It was just too nice. And, and I was like, I knew the end at the start. Mm. I guess that's probably what they've tried to do poorly with the camping trip, isn't it? Throw that bit of, it's not going to work out the way they wanted it. And the camping trip isn't in, in the original. Oh, is it not? The camping trip she talks about, she scares the girl by saying there's lion, mountain lions in here. 
and all this. So they had that in the... They'd obviously follow it. Anyway, look, Coulson, go for it. 10. No, um, so it's tough actually because I knew what I wanted to give it, but I, I, I'm going to go 7. Ah, fair enough. I, I, I was going to go higher, but it does... That, the, yeah, the camping that ending, trip, it, it? it yeah. does root... And I understand that you really don't need it. And I think it could have been such a good hour and 25 yeah, yeah, minute yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. Like it could have been a film that I'm talking about giving a 10 to every day of the week. Yeah. But it does... It fall at the last hurdle. Yeah. Um, but for me, you know, I'm, I was a Disney kid. I probably still am a Disney kid. 1998, that's the year I was born. So, you know, mm. I, I think I will... Yeah. Like it's a film that I've known my life. So hold on, what's that? What did you? What did you um, give it there? Uh, I went four point five. Four point five plus seven, seven plus two. Thirteen point five. Okay. Um, we need to do. We, we've come to that part in the podcast. Also, we need to do Shepherd's Hidden Gem. <laughs> <laughs> I desperately want a jingle. <laughs> Jack's Shep- hidden gem, gem of the week. We've hidden a gem in Jack. What is it this week, Jack? <laughs> uh, this week, it's not actually a film. It's a documentary uh, that you can find on Amazon, but you have to pay for it. Bloody hell. I know. It's about three quid. But listen, let me tell you, it would be probably the best three quid you've ever spent. Lottery ticket. When people say that to me, winning lottery ticket. That's a two pound. That's the best two pound I've ever spent. And I got a pound back. <laughs> Return of 200 million. <laughs> Hate to be a shit about it, but that'd be the best three pounders. <laughs> I've got a great lottery story once, Jack. It was when the Euros was 177 million. It was a rollover. And I went to Ben. I went, have you, have you got your tickets? And Ben went, fuck no. So Ben's on the app, downloaded it. And I already had five. But the app crashed and Ben, like, it, it came up saying 30 seconds to buy your tickets and it crashed before he got his. So then we had the whole night of thinking, I'm going to win the Euro Millions and Ben's not managed to buy what a I ticket. I used to love doing is, is get, uh, get my wife to read out the ticket. And I said, I've got the phone and, and she goes 14. I go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 10. Yep. 21. Yep. Oh, that's three. Well, that's a tenner. <laughs> We've come a away tenor. with a tenner. We're happy. 44. Yeah. Forty-six. Oh, that's five. I think five's up to a thousand. You know, uh, forty-seven. Well, that that's six. Don't you have to get six or seven? It's yeah. It's something like six a or massive seven. Jump. And then you go the last one, and then she goes, and, it, and she goes, fifteen. Uh, that's all the numbers. We've won eighty million, have we? No, we haven't. No, we didn't get one. We didn't get have one. We? Nothing. Not even a tenner. So Jack's hidden gem is a documentary. Three pound on Amazon. Yes, it's called Mummy Dearest, Mummy Dead and Dearest. Ooh. Right? Now it's spelt Mummy, the American Mummy. So Mummy, Mummy Dead and Dearest. And it's uh, a documentary, and it, I'm not spawning anything for you because it happens straight away. The documentary starts, and it's a young girl being arrested. She's about 14 years old. It's in America. And she's been arrested for brutally murdering her mother, stabbing her to death. And what unfolds, it seems as though this young girl has been held captive, been held prisoner by her mother for all of her life. And you're not quite sure who to feel sorry for, whether it's the mother or whether it's the girl. It is a fascinating documentary and Amazon has actually made a drama series that's out now about the documentary. It's called The Act. Have you heard of it, Ben? No. It's got rave reviews and it's um, a drama about the documentary. Uh, but I haven't actually seen the drama. I've just seen the documentary. It's about an hour and a half long, and it is fascinating. Watch it. It's It'll blow your mind. Jack's Hidden Gem. What was it again? Say what it was. Mommy, Dead and Dearest. Jack's Hidden Gem. Of the week. week. Are you ready to find out what you're watching next week? Yes. yes. Parent Trap 2. Uh, do you know what? Close. A um, few reasons why I've picked this film. One, we've just watched Parent Trap. Ooh. Two. Oh, it's fucking Camp Rock. No. <laughs> two. Netflix's release. So I'm combining Netflix's newest release. Netflix. Netflix. It's a. It's like Netflix, <laughs> but no films. <laughs> <laughs> and six ninety nine. I'm. I'm so excited to tell you what we're watching. Go on. Okay, great. And Lindsay Lohan. Oh. Next week. No. 
Make sure you're wearing pink, because we're watching Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Oh, God. Perf- Have you seen it, Ben? Yes. I think I think I've yes. only seen. Like, I think I've bits. seen it a few times. Solid film. Solid, solid, solid. Film. solid fo- you're talking like a. It's a football team or a car. Solid team that. Solid team. Solid <laughs> play out that from the back. Mean girls. Very good. Yeah, I got them in defence. They're brilliant. What you got up front? Parent chat ball. I tell you what, you've got a team there, haven't you? What's on the right? Camp Rock. Fast. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. And if you guys at home want to keep in touch, you can do. We're at Sophie Cinema Club on all the socials. Keep a look out on our Instagram because we'll definitely be putting loads of stuff on there. We use it more than anything. Um, yeah. So and keep leaving a review. People have started leaving more reviews. Really good on the iTunes. Yeah, on, on the Apple ones. Everybody yeah. keeps. Yeah, you have to keep doing reviews on that one because that's the one that matters. Literally, reviews, subscribe, and please, we don't always beg for this, but please share the podcast with your friends. Let them know what you think about it. Get it out there. Spread the word. Our numbers are growing, and we want to continue to grow the we film club more and more. We need to sell these mugs. We need to And I've just ordered 40,000 mugs. 40, mugs. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was a cheap way of getting them, so you better fucking share better it. Fucking tell your mates. Tell your mates, order a mug whether they drink or not. They've got to drink out of something. Just drink out of our mug. <laughs> we will see you same time next week. Good night. God bless. Good night. God bless. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.